Good afternoon, good Friday to you. It is almost the Sabbath. This afternoon, today, on a Friday. So guys, I am new to this. And I am going to try to do the best I can to make a podcast every Friday and every Sunday. So guys, I just want to come to you and talk to you and just, you know, talk about, you know, the good news of Jesus Christ and to talk about the great things that Jesus is capable of and what God can do and how great God is. And, you know, talk about testimonies, talk about what's been going on in life, you know, what's going on around us today. For we are in the end times. We are in the days of Noah, guys. And it's crazy because, you know, it just happened you know, uh, this morning I just I woke up and I prayed. You know, I I talked to God and I started reading the Word. And for some reason, something in my head said, you know, to do your own podcast. You know, it's kind of crazy, but you know, it happened in a way. Um, I am just at that place where you know I love to talk about things. And I thought maybe, you know what, I I should talk about it for everyone to listen. And I pray and I hope that many people listen. So if you guys don't mind, if I start in prayer. So, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you, Father, and I just come to you with thanks and I come to you with praise. Oh Lord, I just I pray that this podcast that I start today, I pray that many people have ears to hear. I pray that you soften their hearts. And Father, I pray that whatever comes out of my mouth, it comes from the Holy Spirit. And I pray that whatever I say, Father, that someone is listening and they feel in their hearts that it belongs to them and it was meant to be said to them. And I just pray that someone learns from this, Father. And I pray that many people come to you and seek you and just seek your kingdom of goodness, Father. And I just pray that many people who are falling in their faith and people who feel that they're alone and confused, I pray that this brings them back up and lifts them up, Father, to you. Father, I thank you and I praise you. And may today be a day of your glory always, every day and on a daily basis, Father. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, guys, my name is Joanne Ortega and I go by Jojo. Um this is my first very first podcast ever. Um I just want to let you know is no thank you for welcoming welcoming me and just like allowing me to do this and I just pray that whatever I say is of positivity and of love and kindness and everything I say comes from God and um so guys I just wanted to come to you and just make this short, a short podcast. Um, so for, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of craziness going on in this world. And God has opened my eyes to that. Um, he's wake, he's woken me up spiritually and, um, you know, I am a youth leader at my church that I attend and I love it. I've been doing it for eight years now. Um, I remember when I first started, I was kind of not really, like, doing what I was supposed to do. You know, I was standing there, and I only did something when I was told to. And, you know, that was going on for a while. Um, I was lost. Um, I was in a place of, I was actually living in, 
you know, the world and trying to follow God at the same time. And, you know, you can't do that. Um, but God loves me no matter what. And he still does as today. His love will never change for me. Um, he knows I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. Um, he, I know that I will fail him, but he will always be there to pick me back up and know that he's going to dust me off and say, keep going. You're almost there. You you know, you you got this. I God is faithful and he wants us to have faith in him. And that's all that really matters to know is that God is with us along the way and he will never forsake us. He will never leave us. And it's kind of crazy that there's times, you know, people say, don't ever look at the past because the past is the past. Um, I, tr I truly believe in a way that God allows us to see the past and let us know that I was there at that time, at that moment um, of your troubles. And to let you know that you are alive today because of me. And sometimes I'll look back at my life and growing up as a child and seeing the things that I saw and having to see the things that my mom and my stepdad did. And I look at myself today and I say I'm thankful because I am truly blessed because God has gotten me this far and I am alive and breathing today and doing the things that I can do for his glory because of him and you know as a child I grew up and I grew up um, my mom practiced witchcraft and my stepdad was very abusive and was a drunk and he did drugs and you know he you know I lived in a dark dark life growing up and you know people going there's people who are going through darker darker paths than me and you know it makes it makes me and helps me understand and realize the things that are going on in this world today and some people might you know not believe it but growing up um my mom she did practice witchcraft and you know, in the Bible, it is an abomination. It is forbidden in God's eyes. And, you know, God warns us not to mess with that stuff. And, you know, growing up, I never really read the Bible. I was never taught to read the Bible. I was not taught about God. I was told about Him, but I was not told about the great things that He could do. And, in a way, I'm not angry or anything towards the people who should have done that. Um, but it's okay because God's plan is, you know, is on his timing. His, he's never late. He's always on time. And I'm 28 years old. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying God is, you know, God chose the right time to put me in a place to where I was, I was going to be saved. And... I was 18 years old when I started practicing witchcraft. <sighs> um, at the time, you know, back then, I thought it was fun. I thought it was awesome. You know, you would see things. And a lot of you might think, well, witchcraft doesn't exist. So there's a lot of people out there today that think witchcraft doesn't exist. And it really does because it's in the, it's in the word. It's talked about in the word. It is being told to, it's being warned about the usage of it and being the practice of it. And I've done things. Um, we were, there was a neighbor um, my mom became friends with. 
and we lived in this project we lived in the project eight um and it was these apartments and it was me my mom and my my brother and sister we just came back from juarez mexico um we lived there for eight years um it was crazy because we came back a week after my eighth birthday which is a blessing in a way that I think about it now because God works in mysterious ways even though when you don't think you know that he is real or not um I'll start from there real quick I'll make it short I remember it was my 18th birthday growing up living in Wattis was it was okay at first but then we started seeing a real a lot of bad things happening around us um there was people being murdered and there was a lot of drugs and a lot of, you know, crime and a lot of violence around us. And, you know, when we first got there, my mom said we were only going to stay there for a while to visit my stepdad, you know, just, you know, because he was deported. And we got there and our car broke down halfway, almost close to El Paso. I'm not going to be, you know tell you like I'm not gonna even try to estimate how far out we were um we there was a border patrol car driving by and saw us and the thing was is that we stopped because we had you know us kids had a pee and I didn't want to say it like that but it came out anyways but as we did my mom was about to drive off after we were finished with our business and we hear this big explosion and it was the tire it exploded and so we were stranded and we were like oh great you know in a way like I felt I don't know I didn't understand that you know I was a kid um I remember the border patrol pulling up and said hey you guys need a ride we got in and I was kind of freaking out because all our stuff was in the car our clothes things this was like way after Christmas, so a lot of stuff from Christmas was in there. Um, there was food and stuff like that. Um, it was a couple of days until we got our car. And we got our stuff. Thankfully, nothing was stolen or anything. Um, but then, you know, I thought we were staying with a family members of my stepdad's. And I remember just... You know, staying there, and I felt like I wasn't wanted there. I didn't want to be there, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't have no choice but to be there. So, you know, things were going good. I All of a sudden, we move into this house next door to us, and my mom was paying rent with the EBT that she was getting. And, you know, things were going good. We were being fed. We had the food, you know. Um, we had a car to go places. It was nice, you know. We thought we had it all. It, the most important thing to me is that I had to, I got to see the the man who helped raise me, my stepdad. And next thing you know, things started going downhill. My mom's food stamps. Um, I guess there was a specific amount that she was giving the landlord to spend, and we kept finding out that the the woman was spending almost all of it. You know, there was even money. So usually you can get food, money for food, and then you can get money, like, for cash. And I guess the woman was stealing that. And one day my mom paid the woman the EBT card, and the lady never came back with it. Um, So pretty much she stole it. 
and you know a lot of that's when all the bad stuff started happening but you know to skip that you know you know I could literally write a book about <laughs> the things that I, I experienced living in Wattis um I can skip that part um I've been almost kidnapped three times living there um the first time I was working at this little corner store and I went up, it was early, it was about like maybe 6 a.m. And I remember I was knocking on the door because in the front there was a store and then when you go to the back it was the house. And so I guess the lady wasn't there, she didn't hear me. And this man comes up to me and starts asking me if, hey, do you like soda? And I was like, okay, that's kind of like the weirdest question to ask anybody. And the first thing that thought came to my head was like, no, I don't like soda. And he kept asking me and asking me. And I was like, no, I don't like soda. It makes me sick. I can't drink it. You know, just making up all these excuses and lies like to get him away from me. And he starts walking away. And as he's walking away, I'm taking little steps backwards to get further away from him. And he keeps looking back. And as I'm turning around to run, I'm literally wearing these boots. Maybe like two inches high. And I'm running down this steep hill. And I'm running. And I get to my house. And I'm like hysterically crying. And I feel sick. And I'm just scared out of my mind. And my stepdad goes over there to see what's going on. The guy's gone. But that whole day, I was sick to my stomach. I was sick. I was like, I've never experienced that in my life. And I can't say I was lucky. I can't say that because I'm not. I was blessed. God protected me that day. And it breaks my heart because every day you hear children going missing. Young girls being kidnapped. And, you, you know, the things that they do, it's, just, it's scary because you don't know what they're going to do. You don't know where they're ending up. You don't know what this person's capable of or what they're going to do to them. And it's scary to know that there's demons behind every situation that happens in this in this world. And to be honest, it's the person's choice as well because they choose to do it. You know, like they'll sit there and be like, yeah, I heard this voice in my head telling me to do it and I did it. You know, you have control over your thoughts and, the, and your actions, but... If you don't have God in your life, you can't do anything. You're powerless and you know like it's scary because you want to go out there and you want to you want to rescue every single person in the world and you can't because it is not our job to fix them or change them. We are powerless. The only thing that we can do is pray for them and hope for the best and every day you keep hearing more and more murders and kidnappings and rape and it's just, it's like, wow, it's getting worse. I know it's been like this for many years, but it's getting worse. It's increasing. And literally, Jesus talks about that. He really, really does. And, you know, he talks about the end times. And it, it's scary because you sit there and you think that it's never going to happen. And you, you, you're watching the news. And let me tell you something. The news is fake media. Okay? They are fake media. They are fake. 
everything that they say is nothing but rehearsed it's all scripted and literally it is scripted some of you might say well i watch the news every day and every night let me tell you something they'll tell you what's up but they don't go deeper they don't go deeper they don't tell you what's really going on in this world. They're not telling you what Freemasons are doing. They're not telling you that there's Satanists out there. They're not telling you that there's children who are being used for sacrif sacrificial rituals. They're not telling you that, you know, oh yeah, so I'm reading off of a piece of paper. They're not telling you what's really going on in this world. So let me tell you guys something. I'm going to read it from the Bible. It is... Luke chapter 21, um, I hope you don't really mind, but I'm going to start from verse 5, and this is what Jesus, this is what's going on, okay? Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God, but Jesus said, as for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. So literally God is saying there's going to be destruction to this temple. Okay, God is telling you that in a way, of my understanding, I'm not going to be, don't take my word for it. But I believe Jesus is telling them this, that this temple means nothing. It means nothing. This temple was built by hands of man. Okay? And then we go on to, Teacher, they ask, When will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? So the disciples are asking Jesus Christ about literally the, like, the signs of the end of days. Jesus says, He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. And I, I kind of feel like that is happening around us today. Um... <clears throat> You you hear Korea and the United States and Russia and all this uproar going on. And there's a lot of people, um, like literally Jesus is saying in a way that, that, in a way they're trying to put fear in us. But God is saying do not fear, do not be scared of it. Because there's nothing to be scared of because Jesus is always with us. Then he said to them, Nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilence in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors and all in account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers and sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. So just remember who Jesus Christ is to you, and what he is capable of, guys. 
Brothers and sisters, I'm just letting you know what's going on in this world. And as of right now, I'm going to have to end it here and just let you know that who your Lord and Savior is. For he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And remember that you are not alone and do not fear nothing of this world. Do not fear man. Fear God, for he is your Lord and he is your King. For God does not want you to fear him to make you think that he is going to punish you, but in a way to fear you to keep away of the evil doings of this world. Brothers and sisters, I come to you and I pray for you. I thank you and I just hope that today is a day of life, of love and peace. And tomorrow, I on Sunday actually, I will finish off of more of God and what Jesus said of the destruction of the temple and the signs of the end time. I pray for you guys to not get into the word, walk with Jesus daily, and know that you are not alone. And just keep doing what you have to do to keep going in life. Live life fearless. Because God is not a fear or a confusion. God is a, he's, he's just an amazing God. And know that you are not alone. I thank you for listening to me. Um, you can contact me. Let me know what you think, what I should talk about. If you have any questions, I might not be able to answer them all. Um, but I pray for you and just hope the best for you guys. And just have a blessing day. God bless and have a good day. Happy Friday.